Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Now, you heard Eamon mention there a few moments ago um, the discounted Leap Card fares that were introduced back in 2022, including that ability to travel 90 minutes across Dublin for the flat fee of two euro. Seemed that they're going to remain in place. The NTA has announced their fair plans for next year. And there's a couple of different, uh, different elements to this, but there will be reduced fares for some and then slightly higher fares for others. But overall, it appears to be good news. My own thoughts on this, though, as a regular daily Dublin bus user is that, you know, yes, of course, it's great news to have cheaper fares, but... I actually wouldn't mind if they put the price back up. And it's not that I'm loaded, not at all. But I'm happy to pay to use the service. In return, however, for paying more, what I would prefer is to have a better service. A functioning service. A bus service that you can actually rely on. One that turns up when it says it's going to turn up. One that isn't so packed when it does arrive that you can't get on it. And you have to wait another 20 minutes for the next one to arrive if you're lucky. A more frequent service. So I don't really want to pay reduced rates and then have to deal with phantom buses. What I would prefer is to pay more for a frequent, reliable bus service. So is cheaper transport really the option to attracting more and more people to leave their cars at home and start using the public transport system? 087 1400 106, that's the WhatsApp. Dr. Pora Carroll is an assistant professor in transportation energy at UCD. Porik, is this the right approach today? Hi, Andrew. Thanks for having me on. Um, I would agree with what, a lot with what you said there, actually. So the international evidence is quite mixed in relation to this. So the evidence shows that free fares might not convince drivers to get out of their cars. That's really the, um, the main objective. But really, it, it actually intensifies the people who may be already cycling or taking uh, or walking, for example, um, which doesn't really uh, solve the issue we're trying to really solve here, which is trying to um, incentivize people to take public transport that maybe aren't already taking sustainable transport at the moment. And um, also, you know, in most cases than not, the money could be better used to improve things like you mentioned, uh, um, improving frequency, looking at crowding issues, modernizing the fleet, or also uh, addressing things like reliability or punctuality with the service provision. So why then bother today in the NTA's plans, Porik, for next year? Why are they bothering to extend that short hop zone, the Dublin commuter zone, by 50 kilometres then? Because most likely a lot of those people are people who are, as you say, cycling or or walking into the city centre anyway. Yeah, well, you see, I think the the thing is that we're trying to incentivize people maybe for short journeys to consider taking public transport. So in many cases, not in many cases, people do use their car for short distance journeys if free parking or affordable parking is available. So even with parking that's um, not free, but it's still affordable to some people, they may still consider to drive. So I think what the NCA are, NCA are trying to do here is to make it um, more accessible and more, uh, you know, a more appropriate option for people for short hop journeys. And that's what they're trying to incentivize people um, through this kind of targeted um, uh, ticketing or fare-based uh, fare services like this. They're also introducing this new monthly and annual leap card going to be available. Um, the NTA say it'll be about 38% cheaper for those travelling within Dublin city centre. Again, reducing the prices. Is that the right, is that the right answer to all of this, Bork? Um There is some merit in it, but I, I think, you know, we should be looking maybe broader than that. So the, the issues we have with ticket, like, 
I suppose weekly or monthly based ticketing is that a lot of these ticketing services are really only o- open to those who maybe are in full-time employment, for example. Um, so a lot of maybe students or those who are out of employment may not have access to these types of uh, ticketing. So um, I think a lot, there's a lot to be said for improving, you know, the affordability for students uh, in, for monthly or, or even weekly based ticketing um, options. Um, so, yeah, I think it is the right way to go. We need to target people who maybe are struggling financially in, you know, in terms of the cost of living uh, issues we have in this country. Um, and so it is, it is a step in the right direction. I think I don't think it'll make a huge difference to those who already can afford uh, to take public transport. The fares we have at the moment in most of our regional cities are already quite affordable um, to most people. But those who are struggling for uh, absolutely these these measures will be useful and okay. helpful. Uh, Councillor Lauren Toot is Green Party representative uh, under Leary Rathdown County Council Porrick as well. Lauren, the is the cheaper transport or the reduction to some transport services today? Is that the uh, the correct approach in your mind? So I think what we're really doing today is removing some of the anomalies and the weirdness that's in our, our, our fare system. So if you're travelling, say, from the city centre out to Balbriggan, you pay 3.90. But if you travel a couple of kilometres further to Gormanstown, you would have paid €9.10. So what we're doing is basing the fares on the distance that's travelled, um, and I think that makes sense to people. And to, just to correct you, what you said earlier, the Dublin city zone, that extends about 23 kilometres from the city centre. So within that 23 kilometres, you know, from Bray, um, you know, out to Ashburn um, and up to Balbriggan in the north, that's where that €2.90 That's the city zone, but there's is, also the Dublin... The city zone. Yeah, and then the commuter zone, yes. So that's, that's the 50 kilometres. Um, that, ex- that extends out to 50 kilometres. And that will then be based on... Zone one is if you're traveling up to 10 kilometers from the city zone or zone two up to 20 kilometers and then up zone three up to 30 kilometers. So, yeah, just make so it pay per use. to people. Um, well, not pay per use if you're using your leap card because we have new capping, as you mentioned. Um, so within that Dublin city zone, you'll never pay more than six euro, no matter how many times you take the bus or the Lewis or the Dart. And that's such a good offer for people you know, who might need to make multiple journeys during the day. Um, and also to remove that choice that I know a lot of young people make when they were looking at buying a weekly ticket and saying, oh, well, will I be in college five days this week? Is it worth me spending on a Monday that Monday, the money on a weekly ticket? Mm. Now the leave card, it will automatically give you the right fare. You know, you use it as much as you need to. You know you're never going to pay more than six euro a day. You're never going to pay more than 24 euros for the week. So, um, so we're- and then again, of course, if you... If you're in the student bracket, it's 50% off that again. So it's a really good offering for people. It makes sense. And it just shows that, you know, people are really flocking to the service. 308 million passenger journeys last year on yeah. public transport. It's well, amazing. The, it's a there, huge increase. There is, a, yeah, absolutely. A massive increase since the, um, the, the reduced fares were announced back, what, two, two years ago. More and more people are using them. I just wonder, though, like if we were to have, you know, even slightly increased the fares, not necessarily back to what they were in 2022, but if we did have some increase rather than the further decreases, Lauren, could we have a better service overall? Could we extend the service, the improved service beyond just Dublin? Could we have a more frequent, reliable service? Well, the good thing is, is that we're doing that in tandem with the lower fares. You know, Bus Connects, the phases are rolling out. Um, you know, people in my area will have seen the Southern Orbitals come in before Christmas. Um, we're getting, so as Bus Connects comes in, people will have more 24-hour services, more frequent services, going to more places. And it's 
with that leap card, it's easy to hop between the different buses as well. So I think it's it's not an either or. Really, we're doing both. We're making fares cheaper the and we're making public transport more useful. That's only slowly starting to, to be integrated now in a lot of the routes. Well, the phases are being rolled out uh, and we'll see more being implemented this year. And for people who live along them, they'll say, you know, so and, you know, you can take them, you know, all night in some places, which is brilliant for encouraging the nighttime economy, for example. Um, Daniel is on the line in in Drogheda today. Daniel, like, will you benefit in any way today from the uh, Uh, the NTA plans? Well, it's... it's I mean, considerable improvement is needed. I mean, I 100% agree with what you said, Andrea, about the quality of the service. That's first, and prices and are nice to have. But, I mean, I'll give you two examples. Um, I wanted to take the bus to the airport once from Drogheda. I, I normally have on my car and parked in the, car, in the car park there. But I went down to the local bus station, queued up. I couldn't get on the bus. The bus was full. It was already almost full by the time it arrived in Drogheda. So I had to phone my wife to come and pick me up and take me to the airport. And the next time... I was in Dublin and I said, oh, I'll take the train home from Comedy rather than, you know, driving because mm. I got there by different means into Comedy Station. It's supposed to be the Enterprise Express. It wasn't. It was some little commuter train pulled in. It got about a kilometre outside Comedy Station and, and, and stopped on the track because there was some issue. Somebody called on train on front and I waited one hour on that train mm. and never again. So I tried to bus to the airport once, didn't work out, tried using the train didn't work out. That's why I get in my car and I drive dog to door. And I'm sure, you know, I mean, I'm quite happy to sit on a train or a bus yeah. to get me to where I want to go. And, you know. Uh, but you want it to be reliable. Happy, yeah. It's not a big ask, Daniel. Did, did you say, sorry, you're in Drogheda? Yes. You're in Drogheda. I mean, I'm, I'm in, but I mean, when it comes to Dublin transport, I mean, my comment on that is that we absolutely need a metro. I mean, I, I, I've lived in all over the world and various countries and Dublin is the most significant city I've ever lived in that doesn't have a metro. And uh, it's strangling the city. Not you, having a metro. The, um, Lauren, am I right in saying then, so like Daniel will, well, the, the benefit for Daniel today because of this Dublin commuter or the short hop zone being extended 50 kilometres, it's going to include Drogheda town as well. The rail fares are going to decrease um 20 to 20 and 50 cent is that is that right Lauren for so there will be some benefit for Daniel Sorry, the lines are a bit bad there, um, but it, it, it sounded like he had a bad experience and that it turned him off using it. And that's, you know, that, that is a problem when if people don't feel that their service is reliable, um, then they won't take it. It doesn't matter how cheap it is, right? Um, so, yeah, there's definitely improvements that will be made in services and we will build Metrolink. Like, that's going to happen. Um, I think the oral hearing on it is next month. Um, so, yeah, making finding that balance between a service that is reliable, affordable, um, and gets you know gets you to where you need to go um, is is really what we're trying to achieve at the moment. Texter says I'm so frustrated. I booked a bus air and expressway from Sligo to Dublin Airport for six thirty this morning. I abandoned my weight as there was no sign of the driver going um, on the bus to the airport. What can I say? So unreliable. It also it also almost ruined our hard-earned holiday, says this listener. Gary Marshall is the Public Relations Officer with the Dublin Commuter Coalition. Gary, you've been listening to Porrick and, and Lauren and Daniel. Um, overall, th- these reductions and extensions today announced by the NTA, do you think that'll attract more people now to use the public transport system? Hi, how are you doing? Um, I think everyone's made quite good points there in terms of these fare reductions 
are not really designed to attract more people. Like, we have to be clear about that. Like, this is not a measure to have modal shift from drivers to public transport. It probably should be seen, and I think um, there's other reasons and benefits for reducing fares. And I think the government's original idea was it was a cost of living measure, that reducing the fares was one way of reducing the, the you know daily expense for, for general people and people who are on lower wages. So I think it's important not to mix them up between mm. but is I this suppose going the, to the, encourage the, people. The, the benefit of that, though, was that naturally, and that was a good, a good um, angle or news element to it, more people did use public transport because of it. Yeah, yeah, it, it, do, it is linked. But um, I think uh, trying to make it like a black or white, should we invest in more buses or should we make them cheaper? That's, you know, that's not going to really serve anyone in the long term. So there is definitely uh, great reductions. And I think people who are regular users of bus, Lewis, uh, even uh, uh, services outside of Dublin, importantly, uh, will benefit, uh, especially uh, younger adults really benefit from uh, three euro a day, a cap on uh, on all their, if they're flying around buses, uh, Lewis's and darts. But uh, it is important to say that there are much more important things to focus on for encouraging people to move away from the car and to choose public transport for, you know, climate change, for like reducing pollution, reducing congestion. And those are like harder issues to follow. They're not going to be simple fare reductions. Uh, there's a text in here from Nile in Dublin. He says, um, my car was off the road for a few days. I decided to take the bus to work as there's a bus, cl- a bus stop close to my house that leaves me pretty close to work. There were a few schools on the route. They have lollipop wardens, which causes havoc to the traffic. So I needed to be past the schools before they started. The bus at 7.35 disappeared when due on the system. At 7.50, that bus also vanished. At 8 o'clock, the bus was full, so I couldn't get on it. I did get on a bus at 20 past 6, crawled in due to the traffic. I ended up being 10 minutes late for work. If I drive to work and leave at 7.35, I'm in at 7.55, I will never attempt to get a bus again, says Niall. So how do you, like, yeah. how do you convince somebody like Niall? Uh, well, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, try and convince somebody against their own uh, life experience. I mean, if they're having terrible service in their area, there's no uh, trying to, you know, shout, shout at them to, like, just, just put up with it. You know, we need better... Uh, funding and you know I wouldn't you mentioned earlier like you'd be happier to pay for a higher fare for men higher services I'm not sure if that's going to happen like if someone told me they're going to increase the fares because they're going to offer new bus drivers higher salaries and then we get over the shortage of bus drivers great but I, I don't think that's the, the reality of it I mean we need to have more bus drivers more train drivers we need to roll out bus connects faster because as that uh, texter mentioned, uh, buses getting stopped. Now, most mm. of the time they're getting stopped in uh, car traffic. So if they have continuous bus lanes, it's going to be a much more reliable service. Buses are not going to bunch up and disappear. Uh, so that's going to improve the service. And that's what's going to make people use it and rely on it and leave the car home. I have another listener on the line as well. I think is it Silky's with us. Are you happy about the announcements from the NTA today? Hi, Andrea. Yes. Um, no, not really, because um, as it's been said several times now, um, a lower bus fare is uh, it's brilliant for some people, especially people living in Dublin, but it, it makes absolutely no difference to us in rural Ireland. Um, I live in Mayo and Ballina, and um, we have hardly any public transport available. I live 10 minutes from the town, so I have to drive into town to get the bus or the train. My son attends college in Sligo, 
and is commuting due to the shortage of accommodation. So he has no other choice. Um, but uh, the routes are so infrequent and take such a lengthy time to get from Balina to Sligo. It can take up to two hours uh, on the public transport that it is uh, very difficult uh, for him. So it's nice to have it cheaper, but as, as you said, rightly so, um, it needs a bit of service. Um, um, we need more frequent uh, connections and uh, faster connections um, and also rural uh, connections to link us to all the other towns mm-hmm. around in the area that I'd love to leave my car behind yeah. <laughs> every now and then. It would be fantastic. I'd love my children to have the freedom not to rely on me um, and to be able to be independent and use uh, public transport, but that's not possible at all. Another text in here from a listener today. Um, I think it's bizarre at this stage that you can't tap or use your card when you do get on a bus. Trying to explain to tourists who might only be in Dublin for a day that they can't tap is embarrassing. I think it's a joke of a system. Could that or should that, Lauren, have been part of the plans today or is that an entirely separate issue? that you'd have to pay to tap service? Um, it, it's, a, it's a separate process that the NTA is carrying out and they're currently procuring a system that can be similar. You know, if you've been to London or New York, you can tap with your phone or your card. Um, so that, that is happening. It's very frustratingly slow. Um, but yeah, that, that will be very helpful for tourists. Like my own mother, when she comes to visit, I always use, bring her on as a companion fare and then I got her elite card and she always packs it when she comes to visit me now. And, um, you know, she would have been someone who always drove. Yeah, okay. Um, just the, the, the line isn't just great there, Lauren. It's just breaking up ever ever so slightly. Plenty of you getting in contact with us today, though, about this. Um, Dan is living in Cavan, Monaghan. The last bus for Monaghan to Cavan is at half past four in the afternoon. So you can't use the bus for work in Monaghan Town and live between Monaghan Town and Cavan as there's no way uh, home after work, according to Dan. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.